Welcome to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place where ambition, drive, and entrepreneurship all meet. This podcast is your go-to for all things business, growth, and expansion. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a multiple six-figure business owner, a brain rewiring certified coach, a 70 high energy healer, and all-around business growth obsessed individual. I've been in this space since 2019. I believe that strategy and energetics go hand in hand. You'll find tons of both on this show. For a long time, being ambitious has had a negative connotation, but I'm here to take that word back and help you grow your business without doing the most. You can find me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea or online at expandwithchelsea.com. If you're ready to grow, I'm ready to go. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Do you like the new intro? Oh my God, I am like just drooling over the song. I'm so freaking happy. It's finally here, the podcast rebrand. If you haven't yet, I mean, I'm sure you have because you're listening to this episode, but go check out the new cover art. I am obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's like total cool girl vibes. I fucking love it love it. My graphic designer did such a great job, and I'm so happy with the music. Like, I cannot tell you what a giant weight off my shoulders this has been. I've talked about this a little bit, but the name Expanded By was only ever meant to be a temporary name. When I pivoted my business in the beginning of 2022, I was like, I just need to change the name from what it was, and like, I'll change it again in like a couple of weeks, and I was like, fine with that, and then fucking life happens as it does, and I just like didn't get around to it, but now it's here, and it's like truly is showing me how much divine timing like really, really matters. And if I were trying to like force that or rush it, like I wouldn't have the cover art and the music that I have now. And I'm like so, so happy with it. So this is just one of those plugs that like, hey, sometimes we can like force things to happen, but like what if you actually just didn't and just trusted the timing instead? So I'm so happy about it. We've got new music, new ad music, new outro music, new intro music, new art, Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Thank you for being here. And one thing that I wanted to share a little bit before we dive into today's episode is another thing around timing. Last week, and I think about two weeks ago, I had thought that I was going to put out a freebie on Wednesday, which is yesterday if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. But I'm just realizing, I mean, honestly, I spent the entire weekend crying. Like, it is just like the fucking planets are doing things. I'm really emotional lately, and I just like needed to move through some things. I actually gave myself an energy healing session on Monday and was able to shift a lot of that energy, thank God, because I was like 0% productive, and I had like so many things on my list. And what I realized was I was probably just trying to make myself do too many things. And like, while I in my human body was like, yes, I want to do this freebie. This is something that I'm so excited about. Like, I want to put it out there. The universe was like, it's not time. Like, I sat down, I kid you not, four different times to like try and write the outline for this like 20 minute video that I wanted to record. And it was like blank stares, drool is coming out of my mouth. Like, it's not happening. And I know that sometimes, okay, just gotta, like, get it done, like, make it happen. But if I'm sitting down four different times to do it and, like, I'm getting that same, like, uh, I don't know anything type of, like, response from myself, what that points out to me is it's just not the right timing. I'm trying to force things. I'm probably trying to add too much to my plate. And while I could at the end of the day, like totally force myself to do it and put it out, like it would probably take like 10 times longer than if I had actually just waited for the correct timing. So I am very sorry. There will not be a freebie. 
this week. But I'm hoping soon that there will be one. I'm really excited about this idea. It's going to actually be the freebie that funnels into my launch course, Amplify. And I know what I want it to be, but it's like I can't like it's like all floating up in my head, but I can't like funnel it down quite yet. So I know it's just like, it's right there. It's like percolating, but it hasn't like, it's like <laughs> like coffee. It just like hasn't come through the filter yet. So when it comes out, you'll, you'll be the first to know, I promise. Um, other things before we dive into the episode, which today we're going to talk about healing, eight subtle signs that you're healing, because I've just been thinking about this a lot lately. Like we come here, in our human bodies, and we experience things. And it's like wounding, healing, wounding, healing. It's like this cycle like over and over and over again. And sometimes it feels like I'm making no fucking progress and like, why am I doing any of this? So I think having some like subtle signs that like, hey, actually like you're doing great is really helpful. And I sat down and this was like something that came out in like five seconds this weekend. So it's like, okay, yes, I like am definitely meant to talk about this right now. But before we dive into that, I want to remind you that tomorrow is the last day, the last day that you can hop in on the birthday bash bonus. So that is my one-on-one energy healing books are open, which is super fucking exciting because I absolutely love giving energy healing. Like, this is just such a way for me to support you in your receiving your feminine energy. And it is one of the most, like, loving, supportive, like, no bullshit types of healing in terms of a modality and a tool that I can think of. Like, it has completely changed my life. It has changed my outlook. It's changed my relationship with myself. It has allowed me to actually sit in my head and face some of the things that I really didn't ever want to look at. It is really a way for me to like slow down so incredibly much. And while I love being able to give myself energy healing, and I was very thankful that I was able to do that on Monday, like there really is nothing like experiencing receiving it from somebody else. As somebody with a feminine core, which if that's you, you need to learn how to receive. That's what you came here for. You came to learn literally how to receive support, how to receive love. And Energy healing is one of the ways that you can practice doing that. You're going to get a ton of downloads, insight, guidance, information during your session as well. And honestly, like, it feels incredible. Like, you come out of the session and you're just like, oh my God, I know what to do. It's like all of the clarity, all of the fog has been lifted. Like, you just know. It's like laser-focused direction. It's like this sense of lightness. Ahai is this very powerful yet gentle and loving energy. It's very, very feminine, but it also meets you where you're at, right? Like, if you're really struggling, like on Monday, I was really fucking struggling. Like, I spent all weekend crying. I woke up on Monday and I was like still crying. And I cried when I was giving myself energy healing. And then after it, I was like, huh, okay. Like, I kind of feel like I shut the faucet off a little bit. Okay, like, I'm not fixed, but I feel so much better. And I actually feel like I'm able to do the daily tasks that I need to do because I really needed to get a lot of shit done on Monday. So it's not a band-aid. It's not saying like, hey, avoid this. And like, it's just going to like bury it under the surface. It's saying, okay, let's process through some of this. Let's actually create intentional space to sit with some of these feelings so that they don't keep getting buried under the surface. So if you have been thinking about stepping into energy healing with me as your healer, I would love, love, love to support you in that journey. And through Friday, I'm 
I'm actually offering a free session. So if you sign up for a three-pack session, so I generally work with people one of two ways with energy healing. It's either a singular one-off session, which I'm not offering right now, and then the three-pack sessions, which are open right now. And because it's my birthday or it was my birthday yesterday, I'm throwing in an extra session for free because this is one of the most impactful things that I have ever found. If you are a business owner, if you are an athlete, if you are a parent, if you are an existing human being, you need energy healing. Like it is, it is that fucking good. And if you purchase a three-pack session, I'll throw in that extra for free. So you are getting four sessions for the price of three. I actually did do math on this. I'm quite proud of myself because I'm not really like a math numbers person, but one session with me is normally $222. And for the birthday bash bonus, you get four sessions for the price of three. So that knocks the price down to $149 per session. So you're saving $72 per session. So to be honest, it's an amazing deal. It's one of my all-time favorite ways to support my clients. And if you have been thinking about working with me as your energy healer, I'm going to put more details in the show notes. I've got a three-month payment plan option as well that you can step into. And I would love to support you. It has changed my life in so many different ways. I feel so much more confident so much more settled, so much more trusting of myself and knowing that like I'm making the right decision. I actually had to make a really, really big decision this last weekend. Um, I made it on Friday. I woke up and my intuition was like, do this. And I think past me would have been like, no, that's too scary. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not changing my entire life. No, thank you. I'm, I'm good. Pass. You can ask somebody else. Try again later. But I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I have to like, do this thing. I have to like make this decision because I trust myself so much. And I know that sounds like really vague and I'll fill you in on details later, but it's because I have this deep sense of trust in myself. My intuition is wide open. My intuitive gifts are online. And I knew, okay, this doesn't actually make a lot of logical sense to me, but I am being guided to this thing. And because I have so much trust in myself and in the universe, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And I was like, wow, that was like the thing that I needed to do. Doesn't mean I'm like not like moving through like the grieving process and like making that decision. But I'm like, I know I needed to do that. And I trusted myself and I would have stayed and not made that decision and like continued to play small in the past. I know I would have because something like that, I would have been like, absolutely not. Like there's no logical reason I would do that. I'm not going to make that decision. And now I'm just like, all right, like universe flow through me. Tell me what I need to do. Like I am literally your vessel. So again, tomorrow, last day to step in on energy healing. My books will not reopen until probably like July or August. I do this on purpose, right? So I have like this open close period for energy healing because I don't want to be overbooked. I like knowing exactly how many clients I have. And Maybe in the future I'll change this and I'll have it open at all times, but right now that like would give me anxiety for somebody to just like step in at any time. So I like to be very intentional. I'm opening my books right now. Right now they are open and then they will close. And then later on in the future, they will open again. But if you are feeling the call to receive energy healing now, like the, you know, first best time to start was yesterday. Second best time is today. Like it's for a reason. Like, if you feel called to work with me, that is your intuition. That is your higher self saying, fucking do it. Like, there is something within working with me that's going to unlock something within you that is going to, like, set you on a different path. That's the path that you're meant to be on. So, you can find more details using the link in the show notes. And that's basically what I've got for right now. I'm kind of like sitting on a couple of different ideas for things. I'm going to be very honest. I'm thinking about a mastermind, but I'm really, 
I'm really nervous about it. I have done launches for masterminds in the past. I've done two launches for masterminds, and those have been the hardest launches I've ever been through. Uh, Mentally very exhausting, just because the the nature of them. They're higher ticket offers generally. There's a lot less action than there would be in a typical launch, and it feels difficult for me to, like, keep my energy and my motivation up, and I know I just, like, put out a a course on launching, and I 100% stand by everything inside that course, but that doesn't mean that I don't struggle with the same things, right? Like, that doesn't mean that, like, sometimes I'm not, like, I'm afraid of my own potential. Like, I'm afraid of doing the thing sometimes, so I'm just vocalizing this. I'm going to let it marinate. I am thinking about a mastermind. I love running masterminds. I don't like super love the launch process for them, but I think that that's something that I can overcome, but I think it's just worth being open about, right? Like I'm not just like sitting over here completely fearless, all of the things. Like I experience the same exact thing that you do. And I'm like, I don't really want to, but like my soul's kind of calling me towards it. And I just need to like sit with my own shit for a while. And then I'll probably get over it and I'll probably end up doing it. So that's likely what's on the docket. Um, It's just still been so strange. Like I just haven't really been called to like do anything, which is like, honestly, kind of nice, but also it's a, like a little alarming to be like, okay, but like, eventually are we going to do things again? Uh, Universe, hey, did you like forget about me? But I'm still just like here trusting the process and trying to move when I know that I need to move. So getting into today's episode, eight subtle, we're going with the subtle hints and signs that you're healing. So I talked a little bit about how I just believe that we're like, we're here to experience things. We're here to do the earth school thing. We're here to feel the feelings. Oh my God. I was thinking back on when I was in college, I was like such an ice queen. I did not feel anything. I was completely numb to just about everything. Like I remember breaking up with my college boyfriend and I was like, I feel nothing. Like I was like, yeah, I I just like, I'm not here for it. I'm not present. Like you know, a breakup, like, still something that you should, like, probably be going through a grieving process, even if it wasn't, like, dramatic. Like, I just, there's, like, nothing there for me. Didn't even cry, didn't feel anything. Like, we broke up, and I was, like, completely, like, deadpan, like, straight-faced. I was, like, yeah, like, it's it's done. And we'd been dating for a year. So I think now to, like, where I am with my emotions and being able to feel my emotions and just, like, how easily (laughs) I cry and am able to, like, put a label on my emotions. It is such a big shift and change. And I attribute that to energy healing. I attribute that to brain rewiring, all of the self-development work that I've been doing. And while it might seem easier to just be like numb to everything, like that's not the point of this. Like business, running a business is such a massive, I've said it before, self-development journey, but like within that is so much growth, so much healing that has to happen. You're not going to be able to run a business without uncovering all of the shit that you've never faced. So for me, like running a business and healing, they're intertwined. Like I'm like putting my fingers together, like intertwining my fingers in front of my face right now, because it's like, they're the same journey. Like I think back to like, climbing. And when I was a climbing coach, like climbing is just one avenue through which you can get to know yourself on a super deep level. Running a business is the same thing. It is a self-development journey through this specific lens. And within that, you're going to need to do a lot of healing work. And it might feel like the healing is a setback or it's detrimental or it's like in the way or it's like fucking annoying. Like 
don't get me wrong. I get annoyed all the time that I'm like, do I really have to deal with this shit? Like, do I really have to heal through this? Like, what the fuck? Like, why can't somebody else have healed this, like, ancestral family lineage? Like, why am I doing it? Why is this all on, like, my shoulders? So, like, I get really resentful of that quite a bit. And what I've come to realize is, like, it's my job and my responsibility because I can. Because I have the self-awareness, because I have the drive, because I'm able to. And that doesn't always mean that I need to be happy about it, but like it gives me a sense of purpose at the end of the day. Like I am strong enough to handle this. The universe isn't going to give me shit that I can't handle. And I don't have to do it all at once. Like I am, I just turned 32. (laughs) I was like, wait, how old am I? I just turned 32. I'm like, always trying to like sprint towards the finish line. And I realized that like, wow, there's like so many years to go. Like I don't have to go through this all at once. That's when we get like, we're trying to like chuck ourselves off the deep end of the pool and we don't even know how to swim. We have no floaties. Like we don't need to do that. We actually can do it in smaller doses. So that's why I wanted to talk about the subtle signs that you're healing. So I'm reflecting a lot on my healing journey over the last, I mean, especially the last year. I feel like it's been just very front and prevalent for me. And I think before that, I'm not necessarily sure that I would say that I was on a healing journey. I mean, I was, I didn't know it, but it wasn't as intentional. It was kind of more of like scattered and here and there, but definitely the last year it's been like, I am healing. I am in a healing phase. I am doing things intentionally to heal myself. And I'm saying no to things that are going to wound me. So diving into number one, is being able to sit still without distracting yourself on purpose. Yes, I'm talking about meditation. If you are able to meditate, you're probably in a good enough space with your nervous system regulation that you can be in your head for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long. Like, that is huge. That is huge. I also want to preface this conversation with if you aren't able to like quote tick all of these eight boxes, that doesn't mean that you're not healing, right? Like these are just eight things that I thought of in my own journey that I'm like, wow, that's big. Like I need to acknowledge this. This isn't to say if you're not here that you should feel bad or you should try harder. These are just, I want you to start to notice like, oh my God, am I Am I able to like sit and meditate? Wow, that's like huge. I want you to recognize that within yourself because that really is so big. I think society has taught us that we need to be distracted 24-7. I mean, I think about like (laughs) when I went through the brain rewiring process, I was like, yeah, I can't spend like two minutes in my head. So like, I don't know how you expect me to do an hour. Like that was just such a big shock and change and just all of the things that I learned from that, I was like, oh, okay. So like, there's not just like terrifying things up in my brain. It's like, there's actually like literal gold up there, but I actually need to like be comfortable enough to like sit in there and allow all of that like gold and the knowledge and the wisdom to come to the surface. So I really feel like being able to just sit with yourself, being in your body, being in your head, noticing your breathing, noticing your heartbeat, just allowing yourself to be still is incredible. Like that right there, the fact that you don't need to distract yourself with anything else and you can just exist, you can just be such a big sign that you're healing because you don't need anything external 
You're sourcing from within. You're starting to realize like all of my power, it's not outside of me. I don't, I don't need to, you know, seek for it elsewhere. I don't need to give my power away. It's inside. And if I can just like sit down and tune into that, that's self-sourcing. And that is incredibly powerful. So if you can sit still without distraction, you are definitely, you're definitely healing. I've noticed this within myself a lot. Like I used to only be able to meditate for like 10 minutes and now I'm like, hell yeah, like easy, easy. I can do 30. And it's not like a competition. It's not like, oh, if you can't do 30, it's not good. It's like, wow, I worked really hard to go from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. That was probably like in the span of a year. I remember when I was going through my breakup about a year ago, there was probably like six weeks where I was like, no, this isn't it. I can't meditate. Like I literally, if I'm in my head right now, like this is going to be detrimental to the rest of my day. And I do think that there is a period of being okay with dissociating a little bit and being okay with distracting yourself and then understanding when, okay, now we've gotten to the point where I've been doing this so much that I actually need to come back into my body. I need to come back into my brain and starting to like Refind yourself within that process. So, meditation, I mean, honestly, like it has changed my life in so many different ways. It is like that's that's what energy healing is. That's what brain rewiring is. Like it's it comes down to this core of meditation. It's why I created a 22-day meditation challenge, which by the way, if you haven't yet joined the 22-day meditation challenge, I'm going to link it in the show notes. It is completely free. It is 22 days of guided meditations. You get a video, a meditation, and some journal prompts for every single day for 22 days. And we tackle topics like inner child healing, improving your confidence, how to improve money mindset. We go all over the place inside these meditations. You're gonna love it. It's super activating and they're really, really powerful. Spring is officially my new favorite season. I mean, fall is awesome. Sweaters and pumpkin spice things are great, but like truly nothing is better than spring after a long winter. And here in Washington state, things are heating up rather quickly, which means I'm getting outside a lot more. I hate to say it, but in the winter, I just like definitely want to be inside. Like I do not have a tolerance for cold. It is really difficult for me to motivate myself to get my butt outside. If it weren't for my dog, Ollie, I just, I think I would be a lost cause with the warmer weather brings more sweating, brings more activity. I'm outside climbing, I'm trail running. I'm just being outside because I like it. I'm doing all of my mobility sessions outside. And one product that I have been so, so thankful for is Hydrate from True Wild. So True Wild is a new podcast sponsor. I actually have the founder coming on the show next week. You'll definitely want to listen to that episode. I'm really excited for you to meet Zach. True Wild is all about all natural products that actually work. So many sports performance, we're going to put that in quotes, products have shitty ass ingredients. They have fillers. They're full of synthetic things. They have terrible artificial sweeteners, and you will find none of that inside True Wild. So what I'm obsessed with lately is the natural hydration powder called Hydrate, specifically the passion fruit guava flavor. Oh my God, it is pink. And if you know me, you know I absolutely am obsessed with the color pink. So having my like 
water bottle that's see-through with my pink liquid in there just like brings me so much joy. There are amino acids in there, which actually help to rebuild and recover your muscles after exercise, along with trace ocean minerals for hydration. There's 100% of your daily value of vitamin C, zinc, and magnesium so that you are supporting your immune system and reducing inflammation at the same time. There are no chemicals, no fillers, no synthetic ingredients, no stimulants. It is all completely non-GMO. It's vegan, gluten-free, all of the good stuff that we like to see. It's also produced in an eco-friendly facility, which turns out is pretty rare in the supplement industry. As I dive into during my interview with Zach, he goes behind the scenes of some of the sketchy things that other supplement companies do and what makes them so different and just their desire to do things the right way for the people and for the environment and the planet. If you are sweating, maybe even if you're not sweating, I'm not like a very sweaty person. I grew up swimming, so my, my running joke is that I think the chlorine like permanently like shut down all of my sweat pores. But if you are active, if you are a light worker, if you are using your brain during the day, <laughs> all of you entrepreneurs, you need to be hydrating. You need to be refilling your electrolytes or you're probably going to have brain fog. You're gonna be unreasonably tired yet unable to fall asleep at the same time. It's time to do something about your hydration. It is not enough just to drink plain water. You definitely need electrolytes. And if you aren't wanting to just put sea salt in your water, like I did for a very long time, I had this like concoction of sea salt and lemon juice and apple cider vinegar. And I was like, yeah, this tastes like so good. I was like trying to convince myself and I was like, actually that tastes terrible. Like I would much rather just take a scoop of this powder and actually enjoy what I'm drinking. Because as I've said on the show before, you actually don't need to do things that you don't like, which includes what you eat and drink. If you like it, it's a lot more likely that it's actually going to become a habit that you stick with. So if you are interested in trying out the Hydrate from True Wild, I'd highly recommend it. You can use code CHELSEA20, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-2-0 for 20% off. You can also check out some of their other products, including their product Motion, which is a pre-workout. It does have a little bit of natural caffeine. I also have been really, really digging using that one prior to my climbing and my training sessions. But to be very honest, Hydrate is my go-to right now as I am working on my relationship with caffeine. So again, you can go to TrueWild, that's T-R-U-W-I-L-D.com and you can use code CHELSEA20 for 20% off. I hope you love their products as much as I do and I know you're absolutely going to dig this interview that I did with Zach, one of the co-founders. Number two, is you're starting to recognize your self-sabotage and self-destruction patterns and you're choosing differently. So not only are you able to say like, okay, that is a pattern. I have been here before. I'm starting to have a lot of self-awareness around my choices, my decisions, the things that I do or don't do, the things that I engage in, the things that I say yes to. You're noticing that and you're like, nope, I'm actually going to do it different this time. If everything were an experiment, let's say, I always say like launching is an experiment and all of the things with inside of it are variables. Your life is the same way, right? Like if we want a different result, we have to put in different variables. Like if we don't want it to be the way that it's always been, we've got to do something different on the other side. So we're starting to recognize like, oh, okay. So like if I continue to seek out chaos 
in a relationship. This is how it ends. Okay, well, I don't actually want that as a result because it doesn't feel good with my nervous system. I know that I deserve better. I know that I deserve something else. Okay, let's seek out, purposefully seek out a different type of person. And that's huge. That's fucking massive. Let's use this example. So if you are running a business, you're in a launch, and you know that when people aren't responding as much as you would like to your offer, you start to get really discouraged, you feel down on yourself, and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll just like shrink back. And you're starting to notice that that's self-sabotage because we know that in the end period of the launch, it's super important for you to show up and finish strong. When you do that, people are more, like way more likely to sign up at the end And you're starting to notice like, okay, I know I have this pattern and I'm going to choose to do something different like amplify. I'm going to choose to like stick with a plan. And even though my brain is telling me these things, I am not going to listen to it. (laughs) I'm going to like reevaluate at the end. I'm not going to like allow myself to go into this fucking mind spiral right now. I'm going to stick to the plan that I, that I set for myself and then we'll reevaluate after And that right there is choosing differently. It's saying, you know what? I want a different outcome. I know I'm worthy of a different outcome. So therefore, during the process, I need to choose differently. So if you're starting to recognize the places in your life where you're like, okay, this has really been a struggle for me. Like for me, I think I have like two main things that I came here to master. It's my money, mindset, and money. (laughs) And then my other one's relationships. So I'm starting to notice like, oh, okay, so, like, it's actually not helpful for me to spend all of the money that I make. Okay, so, like, let's actually choose to do things differently. Let's actually set up buckets within my high-yield savings account so I know where all my money is going. Okay, great, that's, like, actually doing things differently so that I'm not just, like, allowing myself to get back into the same pattern. Or I know that for me, when I am feeling rather emotional, I literally, I'll type in on my computer, like, Lululemon, and I'm like, why am I online shopping right now? It's like, oh, that's because that's a habit and that's a pattern. Okay, well, what are we going to do differently? next time when you feel emotionally sad because it's going to happen. It's not like, okay, we can't just like um, avoid the emotion of sad. Um, It's going to pop up. So changing, okay, now when I feel that way, I'm actually just going to allow myself to sit and to re-regulate my nervous system, allow my heart rate to come down. And then in 20 minutes, if I still feel like online shopping, then I can do that. But I'm not telling myself like, hey, don't do that because that's actually like putting a Band-Aid on it. And it's not allowing myself to create any different neural pathways. It's just saying, don't do this thing anymore. We actually, when we change our habits, we need to insert a new one so that we can have a more positive association and something else to essentially like we're replacing the old habit with a new one. So number three, this has been such a big one for me. I mean, oh my God, I think I didn't. I really wasn't sleeping for like eight, nine months. It sleep was so challenging. I would like lay in bed and just like be awake. And I was like, okay. It was like the classic, like, okay, now I have six hours until I have to get up five hours. And you're just like, this isn't helpful. But like, also I was so tired in the middle of the day. I was like dead tired at 2 p.m. And then by like 9 p.m., it was like my anxiety had ramped up so much that I was like, I can't sleep. And I tried like all of the sleep supplements, all of the things, but the thing that really worked was like meditating and energy healing and allowing myself to get into a more calm state, protecting my peace, setting boundaries. And when I say setting boundaries, like it's not that that needs to be a practice in and of itself, but like when you do things like energy healing and brain rewiring and meditating, like you get to know yourself on a really fucking deep level, it makes setting boundaries really easy. Like 
if I know who I am and what I want and what I need, and then something else comes up against that, that's like directly contradicting it. It's going to be like, no, obviously that's not for me. But because I know myself on that deep level, it's easier to say no to those other things. So sleep has just been this like, I mean, I had to like change my affirmations around it. I had to stop telling myself that I wasn't good at sleeping. I had to stop telling myself that it was a struggle for me. And I had to start saying like, I'm the world's best fucking sleeper. Like I'm so good at sleeping. And I have gotten to this point now where I'm actually like able to fall asleep. Thank God. It's so awesome. At like 9, 9.30, 10, usually I go to bed by 10 and I sleep through the night until 6 a.m. And I don't get woken up anymore at 3 a.m., which I know a lot of people are like, well, I have to pee at 3 a.m. And it's like, yes. And also that is a cortisol response. That is your body being woken up by a cortisol and stress response. And it doesn't have to be that way, right? Like we have to do things during our day to regulate our nervous system. We can't just like shove down all of the things because it will show up in our sleep. So if you are working on improving your sleep, you are healing. If you are noticing that you are sleeping more, you're sleeping more deeply, you're falling asleep a lot more quickly, you're not waking up at 3 a.m. You're definitely healing. If you're not there yet, that's okay, right? Like sometimes these things just take time. Like I had to really, really figure out a routine that worked for me. Like no, I was going to say no red light. Um, Red light's good. No blue light before bed. I had to like stop scrolling on my phone. I had to like start introducing like baths and calming things and stretching and like really having like a long nighttime routine to like start winding down. And I also noticed too, like I'm the type of person that if I tire myself out too much during the day, I... I'm actually not tired at night. Like, I'm, like, so wired still that I, like, can't fall asleep. And that's pretty true for a lot of projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. We actually, like, aren't meant to, like, completely expend all of our energy. If you're a generator or manifesting generator, that's, like, healthier for you to get all of your physical, mental, emotional energy out. And then you're, like, out like a light. That works really well for you. But for me, I need to, like, leave a little bit in the tank and have a longer nighttime routine. That was really, really helpful. And then also not being on my phone first thing in the morning and especially not checking work stuff first thing in the morning because if I'm waking up and associating like, oh, my wake up, I just have to like start serving people in my brain. (laughs) Like my brain's thinking that if you get up, you're going to have to start serving people. Like that causes some anxiety right there. So I really had to look at like, what am I doing during the day that is not actually beneficial to me sleeping more and getting enough sleep? Number four is you're more compassionate with yourself. So if you have been noticing that you are treating yourself more nicely. You're actually like doing things for yourself. You're doing the self-care. You are maybe not like stopping the negative self-talk altogether because that's like a big step, right? Like maybe you're noticing it and you're like, okay, I shouldn't say those things to myself. Like even just being aware of it is so fucking huge. Like for me, I, the decision that I made on Friday, actually, like I was carrying a lot of guilt and shame with it. And I was like trying, I was like berating myself for making that decision. And then I was like, you know what? Like, It's the decision that I made and treating myself like shit for making this decision isn't actually going to change it. It's not going to like make me feel better. It's only going to make me feel worse. And I really sat with that. There was a part of me that was kind of worried that like, if I don't berate myself into doing things, am I going to do anything? Like, is that going to be a strong enough motivation? And I was like, 
yeah, it, it will actually. Like, it's safe for me to leave that behind. I don't actually need to be motivated that way. I do want to be motivated by, like, loving, caring words. And I want to be motivated by, like, me actually showing myself compassion. And I kind of think that that's a difficult thing to change, especially if you're somebody that has you know, seen success through those means of, like, negative self-talk. It's like this double-sided sword, right? It, like, yes, it pushes you to, to like, be incredible and, like, to do things and to achieve and to accomplish, but also, like, holy fuck, it's exhausting to live that way. Like, being an asshole to yourself is, like, it's not it. That is not it. And if you're starting to notice, like, okay, maybe not all the time am I, like, the most compassionate self that I've ever been, but... I'm starting to notice it more and more. That's a huge win. That's a massive win. And maybe it's just in those small moments. Maybe it's in choosing to close your laptop for the weekend instead of working more. Maybe sometimes it's actually working more instead of, uh, I don't know, like watching. Not that Netflix is bad. I don't think that it is. But like, it's going to be situational. It's not going to be like, hey, all of the time you need to do less. Like sometimes we actually need to like get over ourselves and do the work. Like sometimes we're just being perfectionists. We're just being mean to ourselves and saying it's not going to be good enough. And that's the block. But I think a lot of the times it probably is like, it's okay to do less. Like you could actually just do less and let it be more potent. And that would probably actually like change your life and change a lot of other people's lives as well. So if you're starting to notice that like, okay, maybe in the past I would have talked to myself like this in this scenario. And now I'm noticing that I'm actually being a lot nicer. I'm being more gentle on myself and I'm allowing myself to be supported. Big win. Big freaking win. Number five is, I kind of just alluded to it, but if you're slowing down, oh my God, I look back on like, especially like my first two years of running a business and I'm like, yeah, that's actually, I can't, I can't even imagine, can't fathom keeping that pace now. It's like when I used to swim when I was younger and I would, we'd, oh my God, I was just telling this story the other day, but we would have these days where it was called 10,000 yard day. And we would swim 100, 100. So 100 yards, we'd swim that 100 times. That's there and back, there and back in the pool. And we'd just like come to practice and it was like five days. It was like Monday through Friday. It was like 10,000 yard day every day. And it's like, okay, you're going to have to do these hundreds on the 130, the minute 30. So we'd essentially have like a minute 30 to swim 100 yards. And like, let's say you get done at like 117. Okay, great. You'd have 13 seconds to rest and you do that a hundred times. Um, mind numbing is probably not a strong enough word for that, but I think now about that and just how that would be so completely like unfathomable for me to do if I were to start swimming again, I could not keep that pace. That was simply too much volume. That was simply, it was just too much in all of the realms. And I think about my first couple of years of business and I'm like, there's just no way. Like I needed that to build up a strong base and strong foundation. And like, that is just not where I'm at anymore. And for me, I know that choosing the slower option and choosing to do less has been so supportive of my mental health, my physical health, all of the things. And I just can't. I can't do as much as I did. And honestly, I don't want to. So if you're starting to notice yourself slowing down and choosing to be less busy, you're choosing to distract less, you're in your head more, I'm proud of you. Bravo. It's not an easy thing to do, especially in a culture that profits off of us feeling like shit. Um, 
that could be an entire other podcast episode, but you are, that's resistance. Like you slowing down, especially if you are somebody with a feminine core, you slowing down and being in receiving is massive fucking resistance. And that is a beautiful thing that is to be celebrated. Number six is if you can name the emotions you're feeling and don't overly identify with them. Oh my God, I struggle with this one so much. I'm able to name the emotions. Like I'm getting a lot better at that, but I'm always like, it is I, I am sadness. Like I'm super dramatic. And it's like, okay, you're not sadness. Like you're feeling sad. You're experiencing sadness. And I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Like that's not my actual state of being forever and like permanently. I'm learning to really shift that because otherwise, I mean, it's just like layering on more shame, more guilt. Why can't I get out of this? Why am I feeling this way? And I think just allowing yourself to say, okay, I am feeling this way. This is a temporary state. I know it's going to change, especially when you're in like the depths of it can be really helpful because it's like, okay, yes, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It is coming. You are going to heal. You are going to move on. Like this too shall pass. So challenge yourself, like, what emotion am I really feeling? Like, okay, if I'm feeling anger, what's actually under that, though? If I'm feeling fear, what's under that? There's there's always something a layer deeper. It's, am I feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to be abandoned by this person? Am I feeling like if I take on more clients, I'm going to have way too many responsibilities. I'm never going to get any time to myself. I'm actually going to be like so busy. And that's not why I started this business. Like, what's under the thing that your experience is? that you're experiencing like get in there like I'm like <laughs> swimming in front of me I'm like get in there like peel back the curtains like peel back the layers and really like ask yourself what emotion is it that I'm feeling and then maybe create some affirmations around it where it's like I am not sadness like I am experiencing sadness because of x y and z and this is a temporary state I know I'm going to move past this keep affirming that until it's actually true keep affirming that until you have shifted the energy go outside go on a walk move some things around in your house like anything that you can do to actually like physically move your body and shift that energy shift into a different state All right, number seven is you're noticing your triggers. Oof, what a big one. So I know for me, I grew up and I was like really reactive. I was like a little little atomic bomb as a child. Uh, I would just like, I was so emotional and like every, I was so sensitive and just like everything that bothered me, I was just like explode. I was just like, I was like, I couldn't handle it. Um, And then now as an adult, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like still the same way, except now I have the awareness to like keep it in check a little bit more and starting to notice what is triggering me and being like not reactive to it, but responding to it and like actually walking myself through like, okay, you're feeling this way right now. It's because of these things that you've experienced in the past. And just because that that has happened in the past does not mean that that's necessarily how it's going to go again. And it's okay to tell somebody else that. It's okay to communicate with somebody like, okay, I'm just feeling like really activated right now. I'm feeling like really triggered. It's typically what I say. Like I'm feeling really triggered because of these things that have happened in the past. And it's like really feeling the same right now. So it's making me feel this way. And then just saying that and it's like, oh my God, like I didn't even know you were feeling that way. Once we actually like vocalize and talk about our emotions out loud, we are starting to take the shame and the guilt off of them. Once we're actually vulnerable about the things that we are experiencing, and I know sometimes it's really hard to even find the words, but that's how you know your healing is like, okay, I'm experiencing this thing 
And I don't quite know what it is. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but like, this is what it is. Like, even through talking about it, like, you are growing through that process. And maybe you don't catch every trigger. Maybe you get a little bit reactive, you know, in the moment. Maybe you don't catch all of them, but it's a process. It's a process. Like, I think of life as like, we came here to master these things and while we might get more lives in the future, while we might get more lives, we came here to do certain things and you're not going to have to relearn these things in the next life, like maybe parts of it, but you came here to, to experience and to master your emotions. And every time that we do that, it's like we're evolving like, okay, that was like a plus one. Okay, move to the next level. It's, it's not that you're going to stop experiencing emotions. You're just going to like experience a broader range of them for you to move through or not. But you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're definitely like moving to the next level. So starting to notice your triggers, like what are they specifically? Like what things like get the fuck under your skin? Like when people assume that you're a certain way, when people tell you who or what you are. Um, maybe another one is, okay, when somebody like leaves their dishes in the sink, like what are the things that like really bother you and why? Why do they bother you so much? What are they, what are you making them mean about you? What are you thinking is going to happen after those triggers happen? Like starting to really get in touch with those things. All right, number eight is, this is a big one. This is a really big one. And I think this was my attitude for a very long time. I mean, I don't think, I know it was my attitude. You actually accept that you've been through hard things. Like by <laughs> demean like belittling and demeaning, like, oh, I haven't really been like other people have been through harder things. I haven't really been through anything. It's like, okay, but like, how are you gonna heal that then? Like if you don't actually think that you've been through hard shit, like every single person has been through hard shit. Even if you grew up with a great childhood and you are like very happy now, like we've all been through things that have created trauma, big trauma, little trauma, like we've all got our shit right? And if we don't actually allow ourselves to label that as our shit, we're never going to sift through it. So giving yourself permission to just be like, yeah, like maybe somebody else wouldn't have reacted that way, but I did. Like maybe it wouldn't have affected somebody else in the same way that it affected me, but like it really affected me. And starting to give yourself permission to dig into that. I mean, for me, like, I feel like I have so much trauma around being an older child. Like, maybe it, like, not an older child, the eldest child, but, like, maybe somebody else is, like, completely fine with that and they don't really feel like it affects them. And I'm like, it affects every, literally every atom of my being. Having that much responsibility at a young age, like, it's everything to me, you know? And, like, I specifically have stuff around being the oldest child. And if I didn't ever give myself permission to like dig through that, then that's just going to sit there and it's going to continue to run my life because I'm not allowing it to come to the surface, right? Like whatever we shove down into the unconscious, the subconscious, that's running the show. So if we allow those things to actually like come up and be like, yeah, you know what? Like maybe other people might not think that this is that hard, but like I felt like it was hard and it affected me a lot. Like that gives you so much permission to actually like move through it and change the energy and actually heal those wounds. Just because it doesn't look like what somebody else has been through or just because somebody else has quote had it worse doesn't mean that you haven't been through things as well. I know that for me, I am really quick to like like, I'm like, oh my God, yeah, like, I have nothing to worry about. I should be, like, so happy. And then it's like, okay, but by saying that, you're not actually giving yourself permission to work through it at all, and that's not really doing anything for you. So to just kind of, like, recap this list, being able to sit still without distracting yourself, meditating, if you've starting to recognize those self-sabotage 
patterns you're starting to choose differently. If you feel like you're sleeping a lot better or maybe you're sleeping more, you're a lot more compassionate with yourself, you're slowing down, and you're actually naming the emotions that you're feeling without identifying with them. You're starting to notice your triggers and you're accepting that you've been through something hard. These are signs that you're healing. This is not an exhaustive list. This is just hopefully to help you see like you're doing so fucking awesome. You really are. Life is hard. Life is hard and it's very beautiful, but it's also like pretty hard. And the fact that you are just showing up and allowing yourself to heal is incredibly brave. It's not easy, but it's going to be so worth it on the other side. And you might not feel like you're anywhere near like the the end of the tunnel or the light, but it is coming. And all of the hard work does pay off. And that's what I've got for you today. So thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. If you have somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this episode, please send it to them. It is one of the best ways for you to show me love is to send people that you love the podcast. And it's really helpful for me to grow the show. I absolutely love, love, love podcasting every single week and bringing you more business growth, information, tips, strategy, energetics, all of the fun stuff. And if you haven't yet left a rating and a review for the show, you can do so either on Spotify or on iTunes. It really makes my day reading all of the reviews. And we've got a new show title, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Lives. I cannot wait to see the, I mean, I just feel like this has like rejuvenated me in terms of content creation. And I'm so excited to dive into all things like being ambitious and like, actually, let's just like fucking take that word back. Like it's not a bad thing. I have so much like Slytherin Scorpio energy and I was like so embarrassed about that for a long time, but like no more, no more. We're going into it. We're ambitious as fuck. We're driven, we're passionate and we're making things happen. So here's to you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next episode.